With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. See in Clarkly Croft from her childhood. So she bewitched that son of mine to a calf. And my handmaid, his mother, to a heifer. And made them over to the herdsman's care. Now when I returned after a long time from my journey, and asked for my son and his mother, she answered me, saying, Thy slave-girl is dead, and thy son hath fled, and I know not whither he is sped. So I remained for a whole year with grieving heart and streaming eyes, until the time came for the great festival of Allah. Then sent I to my herdsman, bidding him choose for me a fat heifer, and he brought me one which was the damsel, my handmaid, whom this gazelle had ensorcelled. I tucked up my sleeves and skirt, and, taking a knife, proceeded to cut her throat, but she loud aloud, and wept bitter tears. Thereat I marvelled, and pity seized me, and I held my hand, saying to the herd, Bring me other than this. Then cried my cousin, Slay her, for I have not a fatter nor a fairer. Once more I went forward to sacrifice her, but she again loud aloud, upon which in ruth I refrained, and commanded the herdsman to slay her and flay her. He killed her and skinned her, but found in her neither fat nor flesh, only hide and bone, and I repented when penitence availed me naught. I gave her to the herdsman, and said to him, Fetch me a fat calf, so he brought my son and sorcelled. When the calf saw me, he broke his tether and ran to me, and fawned upon me and wailed and shed tears, so that I took pity on him and said to the herdsman, Bring me a heifer, and let this calf go. Thereupon my cousin, this gazelle, called aloud at me, saying, Needs must thou kill this calf. This is a holy day, and a blessed, whereon naught is slain, save what be perfect pure, and we have not amongst our calves any fatter or fairer than this. Quoth I, Look thou upon the condition of the heifer which I slaughtered at thy bidding, and how we turn from her in disappointment, and she profited us on no wise." and I repent with an exceeding repentance of having killed her, so this time I will not obey thy bidding for the sacrifice of this calf. Quoth she, By Allah the most great, the compassionating, the compassionate, there is no help for it. Thou must kill him on this holy day, and if thou kill him not, to me thou art no man, and I, to thee, am no wife. Now when I heard those hard words, not knowing her object, I went up to the calf, knife in hand. And Shahrazad perceived the dawn of day, and ceased to say her permitted say.
Then quoth her sister to her, How fair is thy tale, and how grateful, and how sweet and how tasteful! And Shahrazad answered her, What is this to that I could tell thee on the coming night, were I to live and the king would spare me? Then said the king to himself, By Allah I will not slay her, until I shall have heard the rest of her tale. So they slept the rest of that night in mutual embrace, till day fully break. Then the king went forth to his audience hall, and the wazir went up with his daughter's shroud under his arm. The king issued his orders, and promoted this, and deposed that, until the end of the day, and he told the wazir no whit of what had happened. But the minister wandered thereat with exceeding wonder, and when the court broke up, King Shariah entered his palace. When it was the second night, said Danyazad to her sister Shahrazad, O oh, my sister, finish for us that story of the merchant and the jinni. And she answered, With joy and goodly gree, if the king permit me. Then quoth the king, Tell thy tale. And Shahrazad began in these words, It hath reached me, O auspicious king and heaven-directed ruler, that when the merchant purposed the sacrifice of the calf, but saw it weeping, his heart relented, and he said to the herdsman, Keep the calf among my cattle. All this the old sheikh told the jinni, who marvelled much at these strange words. Then the owner of the gazelle continued, O lord of the kings of the Jan, this much took place, and my uncle's daughter, this gazelle, looked on and saw it, and said, Butcher me this calf, for surely it is a fat one. But I bade the herdsman take it away, and he took it, and turned his face homewards. On the next day, as I was sitting in my own house, lo, the herdsman came, and, standing before me, said, O my master, I will tell thee a thing which shall gladden thy soul, and shall gain me the gift of good tidings. I answered, Even so. Then said he, O merchant, I have a daughter, and she learned magic in her childhood from an old woman who lived with us. Yesterday, when thou gavest me the calf, I went into the house to her, and she looked upon it and veiled her face. Then she wept and laughed alternately, and at last she said, O my father, hath mine honour become so cheap to thee that thou bringest in to me strange men? I asked her, Where be these strange men, and why wast thou laughing and crying? And she answered, Of a truth, this calf which is with thee is the son of our master, the merchant, but he is ensorcelled by his stepdame, who bewitched both him and his mother. Such is the cause of my laughing. Now the reason of his weeping is his mother, for that his father slew her unawares. Then I marvelled at this with exceeding marvel, and hardly made sure that day had dawned before I came to tell thee. When I heard, O Jinni, my herdsman's words, I went out with him, and I was drunken without wine, from the excess of joy and gladness which came upon me, until I reached his house. There his daughter welcomed me, and kissed my hand, and forthwith the calf came and fawned upon me as before. Quoth I to the herdsman's daughter, Is this true, that thou sayest of this calf? Quoth she, Yea, O my master, he is thy son, the very core of thy heart. I rejoiced, and said to her, O maiden, if thou wilt release him, 
thine shall be whatever cattle and property of mine are under thy father's hand. She smiled and answered, O my master, I have no greed for the goods, nor will I take them, save on two conditions. The first, that thou marry me to thy son, and the second, that I may bewitch her who bewitched him, and imprison her, otherwise I cannot be safe from her malice and malpractices. Now when I heard, O Jinni, these, the words of the herdsman's daughter, I replied, Beside what thou askest, all the cattle and the household staff in thy father's charge are thine, and as for the daughter of my uncle, her blood is lawful to thee. When I had spoken, she took a cup and filled it with water, then she recited a spell over it, and sprinkled it upon the calf, saying, If Almighty Allah created thee a calf, remain so shaped, and change not. But if thou be enchanted, return to thy whilom form, by command of Allah Most Highest. And lo, he trembled, and became a man. Then I fell on his neck, and said, Allah upon thee, tell me all that the daughter of my uncle did by thee and by thy mother. And when he told me what had come to pass between them, I said, O my son, Allah favoured thee with one to restore thee, and thy right hath returned to thee. Then, O Jinni, I married the herdsman's daughter to him, and she transformed my wife into this gazelle, saying, Her shape is as comely, and by no means loathsome. After this she abode with us, night and day, day and night, till the Almighty took her to himself. When she deceased, my son fared forth to the cities of Hind, even to the city of this man, who hath done to thee what hath been done. And I also took this gazelle, my cousin, and wandered with her from town to town, seeking tidings of my son, till destiny drove me to this place, where I saw the merchant sitting in tears. Such is my tale, quoth the jinni. This story is indeed strange, and therefore I grant thee the third part of his blood. Thereupon the second old man, who owned the two greyhounds, came up and said, O Jinni, if I recount to thee what befell me from my brothers, these two hounds, and thou see that it is a tale even more wondrous and marvellous than what thou hast heard, wilt thou grant me also the third of this man's blood? Replied the Jinni, Thou hast my word for it, if thine adventures be more marvellous and wondrous. Thereupon he thus began the second sheikh's story. End of section two of the Book of a Thousand Nights and a Night. Recorded by Gazina in January two thousand eight.